and welcome back to the Rugby Connection podcast by the fans for the fans. Uh, we are currently recording on the 3rd of April, Monday the 3rd of April. Uh, we've had a lovely, lovely weekend of rugby. We've had Six Nations, we've had European Cup and lots and lots of other jam-packed stuff. Um, I'm here with uh, the main man himself, Murray Anderson. Woo! Just me this week, Cam's working, so yeah. He's, he's he's got priorities. Um, yeah. but, fair, welcome, welcome back, Harv. There's been a okay, while. thank you. Yeah, I've I've taken uh, obviously I I've I've had a few weeks gone. Um, I've just been a very busy busy boy. Um, it's about yeah. to get a whole lot. It's about to get a whole lot busier as well. I've got exams knocking around the door. Um, before we start this episode, um, you know, uh, I had a nice little uh, thing. I had a nice little thing this weekend. I played my last ever rugby match for my club um with the lads that i you know had, had played rugby with uh from when i was younger so it was a nice kind of sentimental uh, rug- uh rugby weekend for me um that involved a lot of drink and uh i don't remember the rest quite right love that yeah exactly uh, <laughs> so it, it, it was quite nice but either way um should we delve into some six nations murray yes let's go for it let's do um, um well let's do a little roundup first of all um yeah so we started off uh, in Cork for Ireland versus France. France Oof. took the W, fifty-three to three. Um, yeah. Bit of a trouncing there, actually. Um, yeah. Just a little bit. Um, then we go over to the dam, which I think uh, I think I, I'm not sure if you were there, Murray, or, or if you were watching. Uh, <laughs> but we had uh, Wales beat Scotland uh, thirty-four to twenty-two at the dam in Edinburgh, and then we crossed over. Um, to England versus Italy, sixty-eight to five uh, from the Red Roses. Ouch! But yeah. you want to get it out of the way, don't you? Um, Scotland, hey. versus, Scotland versus Wales. Come on, you know you've. It was definitely a match I'd say you'd remember. remember. Regardless of the score line, regardless of the score, I completely remember it because I actually got to do the content side of things for that game. I got invited by Six Nations. I got to present the coin to the referee for the coin toss and I got to keep it. There you go. Look at that. Oh, bloody hell, that's lovely. It is. I didn't realise I had the game engraved and the date on the back. So there you go. That's not just a unique... That's a actually, yeah. Um, got to no. present the match ball. This isn't the match ball. I'm just showing it for... Oh, the, the, you took the ball then. I took the ball onto the dam, which is very surreal as an Edinburgh fan. So I love that. And I got to award the player of the match to the best up-and-comer in women's rugby, Cecilia Tupuatu. She is outstanding. What a workhorse. What an effort. And you know what? What a game. Just It was so good. Hard said the scores earlier, so it was the most was competitive It was probably the most competitive game out of, out of the bunch. Wales are two for two. Scotland are constantly improving. It's just like it's just all good all round. And two people I want to talk about. Well, three actually, sorry. One, Kira Bevan for Wales. Friend of the show, Kira Bevan, 50th cap for Wales. It's crazy considering she made her debut at 17 as well. She, she's unreal. Absolute unreal workhorse. Great. Another point I want to mention, another friend of the show, funnily enough. Lana Skeldon, the hooker for Scotland, not only did she get a fantastic trial for Mole, 32 successful tackles. That's crazy. 
played the full 80, 32 tackles, one try, unlimited lineouts. One, oh, it was just she was everywhere. And lastly, the electric feet herself, Chloe Rowley. Just two magnificent tries, two rounds on the bounce. You can't stop her when she's got space, and oh, it's just it's just great to watch. But well done to Wales, very well deserved. They are just the level ahead, I'd say. And you know what? They played well, apart from Fionn Lewis, because she'd done it last year and she'd done it again this year. It was very nice and tight. And then Fionn Lewis comes on and scores a winning try. So, but you know what? Fair enough. Fair play. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like it was uh, quite a surreal experience for you anyway. So it's, you know, fair play to you, mate. It was a very weird feeling because. I mean, if you follow my TikTok, I do like match day vlogs, any game I go to as just a fan. This was, I mean, I had the pass on that I can go into the changing rooms. I got to go, well, not the changing room, sorry, I got to go the bit outside the hall. That's the best way to describe that. Yeah, the walkway. Shout out to Murray, one of the higher ups for Scottish rugby, not me, other Murray. I was going to say, like, oh, congratulations to yourself, mate. Well, uh, another Murray. Um, after I did the coin toss, he went, come with me, don't post it. Basically, I got to walk out the tunnel at Murrayfield and just have it all there, which was pretty cool. So thank you for that. And it's not posted, I promise. It's not, I haven't posted it, it's just kept on my phone. But yeah, well, I could talk about that all day, but we're going to go back to Cork for Ireland-France because, yes, 53-3. France were 14, or down to 14 for 60, 60 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, Ireland. What happened? Well, you have got you have got to think to yourself. France <laughs> are possibly they're fantastic. They're they're, they're, they're they're top three women's sides in the world. Mm. Other than yeah, the Red Roses and the Black Ferns, they're top three. Yes, it's Red Roses, Black Ferns, France, and that are yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I thought you would have given it to Black Ferns off the World Cup, but, you know. No, no me and Cam did this last week. Uh, Red, Red Roses are legit world number one. Don't know well, how. But... I, don't, I don't blame you. I mean, that's not bias. I mean, it is a bit biased, but anyway. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Unreal. I, I was just having a look at the schedule there, actually. To mm-hmm. think that England-France will be the last game and most likely, if everything goes to plan, the deciding game... It's not even the last game on Super Saturday. It's the first game on Super Saturday. Yeah, that's that's not right. But it's going to be a tasty affair. Oh, absolutely. Shall we just dive straight into the England-Italy game? You know what? I I, I honestly don't blame you because you can't deny how amazing the Red Roses are. And to be honest, we'll probably go down as, you know what? I'm going to say it now, we'll probably go down as the greatest women's rugby team of all time. Under the, the Simon Middleton era, you mean? Yeah, no, I agree, but that's fair. So, I mean, so far, anyway, so far. I mean, obviously... There's... One one name that stands out, and it's quite easy, Abby Dow. Four tries. And I'm kicking myself hard because you like yourself a bit of fantasy rugby. It's not, no. like, to join, it's not, it's not like to join my league, but anyway. Um, I had Abby Dow in my team. I got a lot of points. She wasn't my captain. I backed Mary Packer. So, but if you went, if you had Abby Dow as your captain for your fantasy team, you'd walk away with over 300 points. 
Oh, I am. Kicking, I am kicking myself. I've only got hundred. Sorry. I'm sorry. To be fair, Marley Parker get, did give me two hundred, so there we go. I oh. mean, yeah, I mean, that's still, <laughs> that's still a good. Um... Oh, come on, I could, have, I, got, I could have got over a thousand points for the for the weekend if yeah. I backed Gravy Dow. Of course. Oh, well. no, I was I was actually looking on social media channels the other day. I'm, I, I hate to go back to clubs that, like very quickly. Didn't realize how many like high profile quins are in that squad. Yeah, no, it's, it's the same with um, Scotland and Lothborough Lightning. There's a big Scottish contingent there, and yeah, I'm makes sense. Yeah, love it. Okay. I mean, I would say we'd do predictions, but that's next week because we've actually got like every other six nations. We have a week off next week, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we're on to, I say, I, I call it intercontinental rugby now, or if I don't call it European I, uh, Listen, um, I think I've said enough just this season. Um, I've had some very stern words with some of my friends about what we think of it, and, you know, there are mixed opinions. Um, we've, I, know we've you, had, I know you don't like we've it. We've had mm-hmm. this debate so much, haven't we? Yeah, I... I don't hate it. it what, the, what, I think the only issue with the whole Challenge Champions Cup is we need to get back to proper pools. I know that the oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I think, I, to be honest, that's, if you want to eradicate a problem, that's your first problem. It's just the fact that I think it makes no logistical sense. No, I, no, I get that. But I mean, just I'm just accepting it now. Like they're in. Yeah, you know, you know by, the, by the end of this, well, I'm. Um, I'm not happy, but you'll see why in 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 like about three minutes. Um, well, we'll, start, we'll start with the Challenge Cup first because none yeah, of we'll us start, are. We'll, we'll start with the Challenge Cup then. Uh, we'll quickly just run through the games. Um, oh, I've only got, just got the Saturday games there. There we go. Right. So um, on the Friday night, we had uh, Claremont thirty three, Bristol twenty six at Ashton Gate. Uh, yes. The Scarlet beat Brave nineteen to seven, and then on the Saturday we had uh, six games. Uh, Toulon beat the Cheetahs 36-21. Benetton smacked Kyle Hatz, uh 41-19. Um, sorry, Kyle. Um, Stade Francais um, were ripped apart by Lyon 41-24. The Lions absolutely dispatched Racing 51-28. And then yeah. Glasgow <laughs> over the Dragons 73-33. And Cardiff yeah. get a one-point win over second in the table, Sale Sharks, twenty-eight yes. to twenty-seven. I want, I want to start, what the I Challenge want to start Cup is smoking. Oh yeah, same. Whatever they're smoking, it is good stuff. Challenge Cup want the smoke, and they're getting it. They want all the smoke. At, at, at this point, there's no point in watching the Champions Cup. I want to go back to Friday night just because there was an absolute brain fade that essentially did cost Bristol the game. So Damien Pinot, we know what Damien Pinot can do. He catches it about just outside the halfway line, I'd say. Kicks it, just pure territorial kick. I don't feel like there's anything coming out of this. He hits it a bit too hard. It's in the dead zone. And all they need to do, it's like the famous Champions Cup try that Rob Highway won for Wasps. All you need to do is put the ball down and Bristol get the ball. And I don't even know who it was. The, the camera was not clear on that, but he just left it and left it. And Pinot came out of absolute thin air. Try. Well done. That's, oh, that's stupid. I mean, if there's any winger in World Rugby that chases their own kick, it's Pinot. So you should know that. Oh, well. 
Um, Saturday, I don't even know where to start. So, no, you should we go for a corner? The corner display? I. That's <laughs> not. It's probably like one of the top five games of the weekend, but it's not even one of my top three, like just in the Challenge Cup. No. I mean, Glasgow. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say, purely from a competitive standpoint, Cardiff Sale. That was an emotional game. If you don't know, um, the president of Cardiff Rugby sadly passed away last week. So this was full emotional driven. And you obviously know everything that Cardiff's been going through over the last month or so. Yeah, exactly. But to come out and put a performance like that against second in the table, Sale Sharks, are they still second in the Premiership? I think so. And yeah, they're second. There's a player I want. Sorry, I'm going back to the Glasgow game quickly. Just go for it, go for it. you. Every time you've been on this season, hard you've been talking about like hookers that don't play like hookers. Just say it. Johnny Matthews, five tries. Are you kidding me? Four Johnny, in the first I, I read an absolutely horrendous stats. God, oh, I know it, but I want you to say it. Johnny Matthews this season has averaged a try every 40 minutes he's played. Yeah. Two tries per game. And you know what? If you put that in the context of his career, <laughs> it's a try every 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, and this is a very selfish point of view, get him in the Scotland team. Honestly. <laughs> just saying. You know what? It solves all your problems. I mean, you know, um, you've got a very good front row. I'll give you that. But five, but five tries. Five tries is outrageous. He got... Wait a minute, I'm going to just say the time. That I mean, scored. listen, Darcy Graham can score, but I swear to God, Jamie Matthews would smoke him. <laughs> maybe not a foot race, but maybe on... Maybe not on a foot race, but if if I had to put a, if I had to put a name down for try. Oh. Tries in the next Six Nations, and if Jamie Matthews is in that squad, he's fair yeah, fair enough. So, just for like context of how insane this is, so first try for Johnny Matthews, fourteen minutes in, okay. Then he goes twenty second minute in again. That that's fairly spaced out. Twenty six minutes, thirty three minutes, forty two minutes. Oh, within the context of. The first half and a uh, first half plus two minutes. So half an hour of rugby. He went, watch us, boys. That's crazy. <laughs> but we we are uh, we will move on. We will move on quick um, okay. because we have quarterfinals next weekend. Yes, this weekend even. Um, week, very yeah. very interesting uh, draw, if I may say so myself. So Murray, would you like to join me in predicting these? So I on would. Night, we've got Scarlet hosting Clermont. Oh, why you know why did he sound tasty? You know what? I, I'm I'm actually hooked into this this year for Scarlet, and I'm actually going to back the Scarlet. They have they have especially at home they have proven oh. their one, and I'm all for it. You know what? Scar- Scarlet's by seven. Go for it, boys. Go for it. As good as the Scarlet's have been, or at least how much they've impressed us this season. Ooh, you're gonna, I know what you're going to say. 
<laughs> I do just think Claremont have of class. I I'm gonna go Claremont. It will be a close game. Claremont by six, but <sighs> right. Then we have uh, a bit of a French derby. We have Toulon versus Lyon. Ooh, I I said that last week. I mean, Lyon are defending Challenge Cup winners. I've gone Lyon by ten. Ooh. I'm not convinced by Toulon. I know that sounds stupid considering quarterfinals, but I'm not convinced. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, Lyon have had the the overall better season, I'd say, in 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 league and cup. Mm. Um, no, I'm not back Leon. It isn't too long, but I'm gonna back Leon. I'm, but I'm gonna say by five. I'm hoping for a really, really like tasty. I'm not hoping for like absolute spankings, but. David Naniashvili again is my prediction. He's going to rock up somewhere. I tell you, but I tell you what, I I, I think actually could weirdly enough be a spanking. It's Benetton Cardiff. I don't know what to think going into this. This is, because... this is what I'm saying. It's going to be either one point or fifty points. You know what? And I'm going full pod bias because we've had not only a Cardiff player, the captain of Cardiff, Josh Turnbull. I'm going to back Cardiff. I'm, I think because they beat Giants Sale, I think that's enough in the tank to keep them going. And then obviously the emotion-driven aspect as well. So I'm going to say Cardiff by five. It's going to be tight, but I think they'll get the job done. I think this will be the game of the weekend, but I'm going to go Benetton at home. By two. By two. Mm, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Even just to say it worse, it's going to be a last-minute score. I don't know what 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 it'll be. It's going to be a last-minute score. That's fair. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. And then we have Glasgow taking on the Lions on Saturday night. I'm going full Scottish. I'm back in Glasgow. And I know it's going to sound stupid because I'm an Edinburgh fan, blah, blah, blah. This is European competition. Edinburgh out. It looks good for Scottish rugby. If Glasgow can keep chomping at the bit. And it's at Scotston. We just said the score that they put at Scottsdale. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say that the Lion, well, at least South Africa teams don't tend to travel well as as as, as much as well. Conditions mm. are very different from from home and away. Glasgow. Sorry, you go. You said Glasgow by fourteen. I'm going to go higher than that, mm. just because I'm very convinced by them now. I'm going to go Glasgow by twenty. You're a very interesting man. I am, but. Hey, maybe oh, I don't, don't play it to heart now. Just you know, take the compliment and move on. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, um, so we'll move on to the Premier uh, competition, uh, which is well, I'm not, can I even say it's Premier after what the Challenge Cup has served? All right, I'm gonna let's be quiet. Take it in for <laughs> what it is. Um, Rugby it is Champions Cup. We had um, a lovely, lovely weekend. Um, should we start off, though, on the Friday night? I'm very sorry, Murray. Leicester, 16, Edinburgh, 6. Yeah, it is what it is. It's season finish for us, sadly. But, you know, I mean, you come up against English champions. It was always going to yeah. be a tough game. Weather, um, didn't, weather didn't help either side. But, to be honest. Yeah. Um, then we had uh, Sharks decimated Munster fifty to thirty-five. 
Um, Stormers beat Harlequins 32 28. Uh, what, was that? what was that? Say that again. <laughs> Leinster beats Ulster. Uh, 30 to 15. Uh, La Rochelle got over Gloucester 29 to 26. Yeah. In the most bizarrest of games, Exeter beat Montpellier 33 33. Woo! Premier Cup rules. But they won on try scored. <laughs> um, Saracens beat Osprey 35 20 and Stade Toulousan. Beat the Bulls 33-9. Anyway, um, since we were just talking about said game, uh, I would like to propose a um, a debate. I'm intrigued. Do you think that extra, that extra time should be decided by try scored or not? There were a no. lot of no. there, was, there was a lot of fuss that I saw on Twitter saying. You beat, you know, you beat an opponent by scoring more points than not more tries than them. Yeah, it's weird because we talked about this in the Prem Cup final last year. Yes, we did. Uh, where where... the Irish um, on try scored after extra time. Yeah. And again, you said, well, obviously a fight. Well, that's the same situation. In a big game, you go for the sticks. You take every point you can get. Exactly. I don't get why you're getting punished for opting for the kick a goal essentially. Exactly, and 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 you know, just as an as an extra chief fan, that should not have gone to extra time. Zach Mercer got red carded very early on. Chiefs sort it out, and then um, you could argue we only scored more tries because it was a man advantage. I'm just Montpellier were everywhere and all over it's, us. It's yeah, Montpellier. You know, they're a very frustrating side to to us last year. Um, so I, I fully get where you're coming from. Um, I, I, I do think it's wrong to to finish a game by try scored. I feel like it's harsh. It is. I, I do. And I'm sitting. Yeah. Bear in mind, this is my team that's advanced. My team's in the quarterfinal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like it. I think well, how we got there. I mean, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah. Well, hypothetically, if say extra chief now go all the way, it's going to get tarnished because of how we got to the quarters. Point to points, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, you know, and, and and some scores are worth more points. That's why they're more important. I don't think they should have an extra advantage. That's fair. Shall we talk about defending champions La Rochelle, who had to leave it very late to beat Gloucester? And that's no disrespect to Gloucester, but I I was following uh, a Twitter account um, for this game. I wasn't watching it, okay. and it got to about I think. 75 minutes mm-hmm. um, when uh, the Twitter account basically just said Gloucester, you're about to create history don't do a Gloucester and guess what bloody happened they did a Gloucester they did a Gloucester <laughs> I don't know how, you know, this sounds this is going to sound really horrible, I don't know how Gloucester are going to achieve anything it's fair I mean look at they, the prem a few weeks ago they, they had to go up to Newcastle and again no disrespect to Newcastle, but they're on. not the strongest side. No, and they lost. It, yeah, it's just we. They're a strange team. We talk a lot about peripheral bottlers in 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 a lot of different sports, but a Gloucester, a Gloucester I, in that in that league now. Yes, I, I, I mean you, you know. Sorry to move away from it, but you know Tottenham Hotspur are the absolute joke of football. Mm-hmm. 
the the Buffalo Bills are the joke of the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Can we put Gloucester in that? Yeah, yeah. For context, yeah, I would put context one hundred percent. Sorry, Gloucester fans, but sorry, yeah, I'm I'm really sorry, but you know, you know, we'll we'll we'll. I was going to say we'll sympathise with you. We're not. It's actually quite funny, Um, but (laughs) (laughs) um, but. Seemed like a good game overall. La Rochelle do leave it late uh, and set up um, and set up their quarterfinal draw. Um, a very strong quarterfinal draw, but we will get to that soon. Should we talk about um, the the the, the not so nice game? Which one was that? Um, Storm with Harlequins. Well, say that again. Storm with Harlequins. You know what? It was a great game. I will say this now as well. Mm-hmm. We looked down and out. We you are starting to hit this is now like the crucial part of the season, not just in in domestic leagues. I mean, like in the premiership as well. And Quinn's just seem to it's like they don't want the playoff. It's like they don't want to play more rugby than that. No, <laughs> that no, sounds no. really stupid. But that's what it comes across like. This, like... Is what it, this is what it feels like at the moment. I mean, like, we got we got we got an early try. Not the first yep. try, we've got an early try still. Yeah. No, Stormer's got an early try. 52 seconds in. Yeah, 52 like, seconds. And then they were leading what? 32, 32 7. And you're thinking Quinns could do that thing with the seventy sixth minute. At the seventy sixth minute, and even you're thinking as a Harlequins fan, oh, mate, this is a bit too late, isn't it? Like as many comebacks as we've had in the past, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is a bit too late. Like you know, the day to day. Yeah. How do we score three tries from the seventy eighth minute onwards? I don't know. Do you know we, what? Do you know who would be the answer? Do you know who would be the answer to all your answers for comeback? And finishing it, Johnny Matthews. Get him as your hooker. There you <laughs> go. Yes, we need we need some. I mean, well, Jack Walker has been outstanding, but we 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 need some. You know, I've been saying it for a while. We need some some type five, uh, high profile player. Well, I wouldn't say he's high profile yet, but he definitely will be. Um, but I tell you, if we we started off well, yeah. and we ended well, there's a thing. Um, if if Harlequin's listening, there's a thing called the other 75 minutes of the game, um, or other 70 minutes of the game, which you do realize you can score in. Um, I don't know how we went from the sixth to the 78th minute without a score. I don't, I don't have the answer for that. I, I really don't. I mean, supporting supporting Quinns is is probably the biggest roller coaster you can go on. Yeah, I mean, I can't say much. I mean, Edinburgh's not done great this year. It, but, feels, it doesn't feel like we did that bad, but when you look into it, yeah, it's not been... I mean, I mean, season. you know, we had that, you know, Quinn's had that season where we looked like we were going to get relegated at the start of it, and then, oh my God, lo and behold, we won the title that year. I still don't know how you did Like, looking back, I still don't know how you've done that. I, you know, what, I was I was ready to just give up at that point. I I saw Marcus Smith off to France, Mike Brown gone. I think uh, Joe Marchant was supposed to be off somewhere that year as well. And I was like, oh, you know, what, I'm, we might as well just call it a day. Uh, <laughs> championship rugby is you know much more competitive anyway. Um, but 
We won the title that year. It's the biggest roller coaster you can go on. No, it can't be good. It can't be healthy for you. But um, it's shall not we healthy. Do... I. It's not healthy. I ended up in bloody hospital. Oh, and that's because you're a Quince fan. But anyway. Well, no, it wasn't. It was you know, <laughs> it was a medical incident. But anyway, I'm blaming it on Quince. Um, anyway, quarterfinals, big quarterfinals. There are some beasty lineups and uh, but um, Friday night, Leinster versus Leicester. I feel like we've got see now in hindsight, I feel like we've dodged the bullet here. Because that was the tie. If, if yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to Dublin. Yay. <laughs> we're going to Dublin, but not for the final. Leinster by by nine. I don't think Tigers are gonna let them all have it their way, but um are we is this at the Aviva, the odd yes, it's gotta be at the Aviva. That's at the Aviva. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, as much as I'd love Leicester to do it, um, Leinster by eight. Stade Toulouse versus Sharks. You know what? These Sharks are actually out for it. I got asked this earlier on on Instagram. Like, what uh, do you think the Sharks can, can go all the way in the Champions Cup? Yeah, because you could see it turning now. Their focus is the Champions Cup. If they get to the playoffs of the URC, great. That's just a little extra. But they want this Champions Cup. Look at who's coming back into the squad now. It's all the box. And I think Toulouse is no slouch, obviously. Five-time champions for a reason. I'm going to edge it to the Sharks. I think the Sharks will win it by three. And just... Yeah. If the Sharks win... I will never hear the end of it. So Toulouse by three. Fair enough. I I I Cam will be the first person I will block on on, on <laughs> if the Sharks win um the Champions Cup final. Fair enough. I wish he was here to say that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it to his face. Um then we have Exeter Chiefs versus Stormers. Oh, you that, that, that would have been us, you know, Murray. Could have been us. Could have been. <laughs> um, it also really couldn't have been if you just kept playing to like a anyway, um I will give the benefit to um less Dormels. Um they are UFC URC championship. Uh, UFC, you say UFC, like, UFC, um, URC. Oh, it's, it's one letter difference. Come on, uh, give me that. But <laughs> uh, they are URC champions for a reason. Um, I'm gonna go Stormers by 11. You suck, but fair enough. It's, <laughs> I mean, back your team. It's at Sandy Park, but we really need to calm down. On stupid mistakes, because if Montpellier were out at fifteen, we would have been out. And I'll, I'll stand by that. Um, Chiefs by five, and it's going to be a squeaker. There you go. Then we have La Rochelle versus Saracens. We oui. bonjour. We oui. oui. just do it. I don't care anymore. I'm sick of them. You know, I I, I'm, I'm not even going to say a, I'm not even going to say a point score. Just win. Well, Rochelle, Ronald Gareth, come on. 
Gayer boys, ready for this one. Exactly, man. Um, but shall we move away from the Champions Cup? Because there was some there was some other rugby played. Oh okay. um, and especially Gaonanda. Um, we had another round of super rugby. We did indeed. Um, so let's keep on going. The Highlanders beat Moana Pacifica 45 to 17. That's two wins on the bounce uh, for the Landers. Uh, Crusaders, squeaky bum time over the Reds, 25 to 12. Uh, the Fijian Drua got another win um, over the Rebels, 38 to 28. Chiefs uh, got one over the Blues, 2013. Um, I was almost pranked by their um, awful attempt at an April Fool's joke where they it's gave. More as three all. Um, Brumbies beat the Waratahs 40 to 36, and the Hurricanes just got over against the Force 45 to 42. Super rugby makes no sense this year. Like, it, that makes no sense. Like, Chiefs are still, still unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Drew, well, Drew's shown their worth now. Drew can compete, which we'll love to see. Mm-hmm. Highlanders are. Baffling me. Also, going back to the, the Highlanders game, sorry. Do you know who got player of the match or was right up there? Our like, OG friend of the show, Sean Withy. Oh, he's like, yeah. And all- I remember. I remember. I remember Sean. Yeah, he's, he's, he's now a breakout and he, oh my God. They've moved him to the back row and it makes so much sense. Fair play to him. Buzz cut as well. Actually, all the Highlanders, most of the Highlanders had a buzz cut, yeah, but for a good cause. Yeah. Yeah, and we love it. Like, I can't remember the full reason, just go on the social media page, it's, it's all there, and it is a lovely cause. Fair play to the Highlanders. Exactly. Um, And then, like I said, Chiefs are still undefeated, which is... Can Chiefs do it, though? That's the thing, because you still have the whole playoff... I think once the playoffs comes around, I, I, it'll just be Crusaders. I mean, it's 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 just. I'm sorry. I mean, it's it's not interesting. I get no. I get what you're saying, but oh, come on, come on. Uh, surely now, now is the day to do it. Now is the time for it. Listen, we've still we we we've still. I'm just scrolling through. We've still quite a few more rounds left. So I wouldn't put all the eggs in one basket. But uh, the Chiefs are very, very high-flying. Murray. Yes. We had some sevens. We did. Hong Kong sevens, to be Hong, exact. Hong Kong. And do you want to know the uh, Do you want to know the final results? No, I'm just joking. Of course you do. Fiji uh, were beaten by New Zealand 24-17. New Zealand claiming gold. France just edging out Great Britain, uh, 1917 for the third place playoff. Great Britain, I think, were on for their first ever bronze medal. I want to actually show that out because the girls did get the job done. The girls did do it. Did they? Did they also beat France? Yeah, they got the a last ditch effort by again another common theme of the show. Harv, friend of the show, Rona Lloyd, running it in from deep to get Team GB their first ever medal on the seventh circuit. As Team GB, well done. By the way, go on the Instagram page and just watch the try, and you can see how much it means to her as well. We love it, and oh, it was just so good. It was so much fun. Hong Kong Sevens just hits different. 
I don't keep tabs on all the seven circuits, but Hong Kong. Hong Kong's pretty nice. It is indeed. Anyway, so um, with uh, another podcast, we have obviously um, a set of news that have been out in the week. Murray, would you like to bring some news to the table? Uh, well, in the space of the last this episode and the last episode going out, Stuart Hogg is hanging up the boots. He, he is. That, he was is. Long, that, was, that was last Monday. I, feels, I always feels ages away now. Yeah, we recorded the Sunday last week, so yeah. there, was, there was nothing and then Monday afternoon, sure, Hogg. It's weird because everyone was like, "Oh, this could be his last World Cup," and then Hogs just came out and went, "No, this is this is me, club international, finished after the World Cup." Only thirty-one. It's not even thirty-one yet. He's thirty. Yeah, but he will be thirty-one. He will be thirty-one by the World Cup. Yeah, but I mean, I know, I mean, I know that rugby is very physical and very physically tolling, but thirty-one. Thirty-one. It's, it's crazy. I mean, hundred. Well, as of recording, hundred caps, three Lions tours, Premiership, Champions Cup, Pro Twelve with Glasgow. The only Scottish player to go back to back player of the Six Nations, one of three to ever do it in its entirety. Just legend of the game. I don't care what people think of all. There was people in my comments when I did the video saying he was overrated. I, was, I don't care. Now's not the time for this. No, exactly. I mean, as much stick as I've given him, he is a legend of the game and 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 one of Scotland's greatest ever. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know, possibly the greatest ever in Scotland. I think he's. I think he's wanting to push and try and obviously try and get as far as you can in this World Cup. But you've got there's four warm ups. They're all capped. They're all international tests. I think Hogg's going to finish as the most capped male Scotland player. I mean, yeah. if he if he held on a bit longer, he could have beat Donna Kennedy because Donna Kennedy's on one hundred and fifteen. So you only have what if they make it, if they make it to the final, it'll be wait a minute. If you've got four warm ups, one hundred eleven max. <sighs> If you make it all the way to the final, it it can be 111 max. With the warm-ups as well? Yeah. Then he would finish his all-time men's. And then he'd be cemented because he'd be the most capped and at the time of retiring, he is our our top uh, try scorer as well. So, yeah. Thank you, Hoggy, for everything. And uh, (laughs) it's just... He's already crying. And I did feel genuinely emotional when I read it. Yeah. Just because, purely because I was at Murrayfield when a 19-year-old Stuart Hogg made his debut. And I was there for his 100th a month ago against Ireland. That's a month ago now. That's disgusting. <laughs> but, yeah. Harv, what's your news? If you've got any. I haven't actually got much news. No? No news? No, I mean, for, you know, I think the rounds have done relatively quiet this week, apart from Hoggy. I think we started off on, on, on some high news and and, and everything and, and everything else was a bit, you know, meh. Oh, actually, Extra Chiefs have made, as of today, Monday, like Harv said at the start of our recording, Extra Chiefs signed three players today, two of which from Ospreys. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know if you've been following the uh, the London Irish. Um, yes, 
Um, so London Irish were set to be taken over by a big American consortium. Uh, they pulled out and actually invested in London Scottish. Naturally, London Irish are actually on the brink of administration. No, no, no. We can't do that. We can't lose another one. We can't have another one. Not London Irish. We like we actually like London Irish. Regardless of whether you like them or not, you can't be having it. Can't go down. You just remember the original pitch was they wanted 14 teams in the Premiership. They'd be down to nine if London Irish folded. Ten, sorry. Ten, yeah. Oh, well, then Rob Baxter gets his wish. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> 14 teams. That was going to be the dream. And, you know, we've lost Worcester, well, basically completely. Wasps, um, yeah. Wasps is the championship next year. If London Irish go, I reckon they'll be back into the championship. But you need to do something. We we need we need to you know we need to 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 trickle the money down quick. We need to bring the championship up to a decent enough standard, and then National League One, National League One, uh, National League Two, North and South. We need to trickle it down. And 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 bridge that gap because you can't you can't have a sustainable promotion and relegation. Ah, let's let's close up a start last week. Sorry, I'm going off topic. But oh. again, it's more about money and like where the focus is. So Rugby Australia has announced the signing of is it Joseph Suali from the Sydney Roosters for next year. I said it was rumored last week, but yeah, it's all confirmed. One point six million a year. And he's 19 years old. He is on Finn Russell money and he's not even 20 yet. That's crazy. So the big debate was 1.6 million could have done, like what that could have done for grassroots and blah, blah, blah. But it's a weird one because this will make you laugh. Just to sign a player who, you know, doesn't even play your code of rugby. Well, this is a funny bit. So... Joseph Savali played both league and union right through high school, was just a natural at both. Mm-hmm. Arsehole. Hate people like that. It's just good at everything. <laughs> Sorry, Murray. Got, got off. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby Australia got offered the chance to sign him straight out of high school for 200,000 a year, which is still ludicrous amounts for like 17 year old. In 18, yeah. They said, Nah, you're all right. Two years later, there's 1.6 million to get them across. That's crazy. That's... Listen to people when they tell you stuff. Well, it's honestly stupid. I mean, you know. I mean, I, I, would have... I wouldn't have said no to that deal. Well, no, I wouldn't have either. But you got to think from an outside perspective how it looks on, 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 on Rugby Australia. You know, I think that there was a lot of commotion from, from League and especially from the NRL, you know, Sort of starting to criticise, really. You know why? Why are Australia rugby Australia depending so much on league talents if they can't promote their own? Um, which is kind of a real kick in the teeth. Um, but they have a point. They do, but at the end of the day, and I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here. It's up to the player. <laughs> it's the player's it's choice. It's up to the player. Rugby league and rugby union are very, very incredibly transferable skills. It's just an understanding of the game, which is different. Okay, I'm just going to just chuck a random one out there then. 
who is the next cross code superstar away oh. from Jordan? So, I'm going to say Kaelin Ponga. If Kaelin Ponga goes over to the All Blacks 100%. Or it's um, going to be the other way. I think what? Jordy Barrett's going to cross over. You think Jordy Barrett will cross over? Um, yeah. Do I think it will actually? I'm gonna I'm gonna say one from from Super League, and it's kind of already happened. Okay, but Regan Grace from ah uh, yes, Regan Grace that's went from Saint Helens to Racing. I think Regan Grace, if he gets a good look in at that Racing side, if he gets into the Wales squad, I tell you, Regan, I thought he was English. Regan Grace is 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 born and bred in Wales. Oh, um. Probably why I didn't do great on the international side. But anyway, um, if Regan Grace gets into that world squad, you need to watch his Super League highlights because, my God, that boy can run. I've seen Regan Grace. I've seen the, the big thing Ross and Twitter when they got on. Honestly, he is absolutely incredible. All right, so apart from trying to bend the rules a bit, who's your, who's your next cross-code superstar? Oh wow! Um, what from from league to union, union to league? Either way, I gave both. I said Ponga to union and Barrett to league. Think, I can't think of many of, of many stars that are in the that are in the debate from going from union to league, unless and this is me just spitballing here. Unless um, Owen Farrell closes a career out at Wigan, um, a reverse dad basically. I would I would like to see that. I'd like to see Owen do his last years at Wigan. Fair they enough. Could, they could definitely do the, well, I suppose, loose forward like his dad, like him. Yeah, see, so um, the first dad then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like to see that. Other than that, I don't think there are too many, I don't think there are too many other lads who are looking over from, 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 from league to union. There are union clubs out there looking, you know, with, with, cash in their pockets looking to nab some league talent that's probably mostly going to happen in Australia I'd say in England yeah. not so much fair enough interesting everyone, point everyone playing playing league in England is very committed to league so yeah that's good that's fair we'll, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that there's not much um, and you've got we do have um, our favourite uh, time of the podcast Oh, I'm, so yeah. I off early. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, random game of the week. You're going first because I switched the computer off by accident. Oh, mate. Honestly, right. So we had uh, the 10th round of the uh, one Bundesliga uh, in Germany. Ooh. And in the Southwest Division, uh, top Frankfurt. Um, who I believe are unbeaten. Nice. Yeah, they're unbeaten all, all all year. Played Heidelberger, who are uh, unwinning this year. Unwinning. Uh, Frankfurt beats Heidelberger ninety four to seven. It was sixty eight nil in the first half. <laughs> Ah, what's the point? What is the point? I but I don't want to spark another debate. Uh, I just want a quick answer from you, Murray. Uh, do we put 
lower league champions into the Challenge Cup, yes or no? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I agree. I'm all for that. Um, my random game of the week is, and I apologise for switching the computer off again. Um, I'm going to go for Super Rugby Americas, where currently, as right now, live as we speak, Cobras are beating the American Raptors 43-38. to 38. Oh! Big score. There was a nice, there was also, just for one that's, that's confirmed finished, I'll go to the MLR. Where the Seattle Seawolves beat Noah 36 35. Very close. Right. Well, but but, I believe yeah. uh, we have rugbyed ourselves out this week. I know I definitely have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but we will be back uh, next week after a great Easter weekend. So happy Easter weekend uh, to those who celebrate. Um, and we would have seen. Um, the, well, we'll um, know which teams are in the semi-finals of both the Challenge yes. and Champions Cup. Um, in the meantime, listen to our latest interview. How have you liked this one? He played for Quinns, won the Prem with Quinns, and now is our referee, Carl Dixon. Yeah, 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 Carl Dixon. What a guy, by the way. A lot, like, very well-spoken, well passionate, yeah, yeah. passionate about becoming that top referee, and he's always wanting to improve himself, and just a great guy. I loved every minute of it. Fair enough. So go listen yeah. to our interview there. We are also uh, on socials. Uh, so go follow uh, at uh, the Rugby Connection Pod um, on Instagram, yes, Twitter, and TikTok. We also have a LinkedIn page. Um, or my LinkedIn page, but yeah. But it's connected to your LinkedIn page. Um, <laughs> we are on socials. Uh, so go follow Murray at Blitz Rugby HQ um, on Instagram and TikTok. Um, you can follow me even though I don't post a lot um, uh, and then we've also got Cam Gemma and Anya which you will also find through our socials uh, so give them a follow uh, thank you very much for listening and we will be back next week uh, with some even more rugby I don't know how I'm managing um, but um, we will somehow return in some states um, and we will see you next week goodbye